Praise the Lord. Welcome to another episode of our online digging deep. As we are here, I pray the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Our Lord and our God, we want to thank you for another opportunity you have given unto us to study at your feet. I pray that in all that we study today, let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now we are continuing on the topic, um, uh, the choosing of the Lord. About two, three weeks ago, we studied the topic, choosing the, of the Lord, where we were told that uh, we are chosen of the Lord to bear fruits, and uh, we are chosen of the Lord because God loves us. And today, we are going to continue in that series, Chosen of the Lord. So uh, we'll go to John chapter 15 and go back to the book of John chapter 15. That's where we are going to take our our Bible test from. The book of John, John chapter 15 verse 16. John 15, 16, it says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you, that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. You know, praise the Lord. As we continue in our study today, may the Lord teach us and bless us richly through his word in Jesus' name. Now, today, we are going to consider two main topics, two main topics or outlines. And um, the first one is, why must we bear fruit? Why must we bear fruit? And the second one is a condition for effective fruit bearing. Condition for effective fruit bearing. Praise the Lord. Why must we bear fruit? Believers in Christ are... Uh, are called to bear fruit. We have been chosen to bear fruit. So the Lord called us. He said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, that you prosper, that you bear fruits. That is the purpose of God for us, that ye bear fruits. Now, as believers, as we were born, God expects that we also should give birth to others if we have nothing going to be barren. If we are not going to be barren, we are expected to, to give birth to others. Aside from this, unfruitfulness is a sign of worldliness. Mm. It's a sign of worldliness, misuse, misuse of talent, avenues to, for master's disappointment, divine judgment, and final rejection. Praise the Lord. You know, as a child of God, you know, as human, we all believe that once you've given birth to, once you have given birth, you expect your child to also give birth. And with that, it increases the population, it increases, you know, it increases, it, it, it's, a, it's something like a pride for, uh, for, for, for your parents, for our parents, because the Bible says that uh, children are the heritage of God. So, as a child of God, as a born again children of God, the Bible, God, as a born again child of God, 
the Lord wants us to multiply. It is his plan that we multiply. It is his plan that will increase. And for us to increase is by um, bearing fruits. Bearing fruits. And uh, God expects that we should give birth to others. Now, somebody converted us. Somebody preached the gospel to us. Somebody has introduced us to Christ. So, also, God is expecting us to also, you know, Give birth to others. Preach the gospel to others. Let people know about what you have believed. Let people also have taste of what you are tasting. So he expects us to bear fruit. He expects us to go and give birth to others if we are not going to be buried. You know, today, in our world today, people, there is a way people look at those who are, who are, who are, who are barren. You know, there is a way, there is, there is a tag on them when you say ah this one is barren ah gomalile this one is barren this one has no children this one has no child you know there is a kind of look on them so if we are not going to be barren as children of god god expect us to do what to bear fruit god expect all his children to bear fruit aside from this unfruitfulness is a sign of worldliness now when you are not being fruitful as a child of God, when you are not being fruitful, it shows that there is nothing that distinguishes you from the world. It shows that you are still part of the world. It shows that there is nothing in you to convince uh, the world that you are not of the world. You know, the Bible says we are not of the world. Mm? We are not of the world, but we are born in the world. So there is an attitude, there is something in us that should teach other, that should preach to other that we are not of the same caliber. So if our characters, if where we are in our school, in our workplace, in a, wherever we find ourselves, we see that we cannot easily bear fruit, we cannot easily you know, convert people to Christ, it shows that we are still... In the world, it's still a sign of worldliness, worldliness in this in in, in in a way that there is no how, there is no way, there is no not nothing in us to convince or to bring people to Christ in our life. In you know, in, in our life, then it is misuse of talent, misuse of talent. You know, when God has given you talent, remember the the, the master that gave his, uh, his servant talent, so one use one one use his, the other you know the one that has one you know he went to bury it he wasted it. you know the master said that ah, it would have been better if you trade it, you understand it would have been better you trade it and give me back my money but you burying it you know make the talent worthless you know misuse of talent what god has given you it means we are not putting it to function we are not putting it to action we are not using it praise the lord then it's an avenue for master's disappointment you know with this our masters is being disappointed 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 now Praise the Lord. In the book of First and Second Peter, Second Peter chapter one, verse eight. Second Peter chapter one, verse eight says, "If for 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 this sin be in you, and abound." Praise the Lord. Oh. Praise the Lord. Uh, First Peter chapter. Um, second Peter chapter 1 verse 8. He said, For if these things be in you and abound, 
they will make you that ye shall neither neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, for if these things be in you, if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall never be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 7, he said, And to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. So if all those things are in you, the Bible says, if you bear all those things in you, it says that, you know, it will make you not to be barren. It will make you not to be barren. You will not be barren, but you will be what? Fruitful. You will not be unfruitful. You will not be unfruitful. So, you not bearing fruit to God, you not bearing fruit, it's like a barren person. Now, you are barren. So, God wants us to be, not to be barren. God want, doesn't want us to be barren. So, he wants us to be what? To be fruitful. In First John, First John chapter 2, verse 15. First John chapter 2, verse 15, it says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So, we say that unfruitful, I mean, unfruitful, uh, unfruitfulness is a sign of worldliness. So, it means that you still love the world. You still categorize yourself as a person of the world. That's what the Bible says. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. So, if any man love the world, say the love of the Father is not in him. The love of the Father is not in him. You know, God expects us to separate ourselves. God expects us so that we will be the scripture that people read. We will be the scripture that people will understand we will be let our life you know preach the gospel let our life preach the gospel to people let our life preach the gospel to everyone in luke chapter 13 verse 6 luke chapter 13 verse 1 he said he spoke also this parable that's jesus say a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none hmm. in verse 7 he said then said he unto the dresser of the vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down! Cut it down! Cut it down! So, it's an avenue for master disappointment and judgment and divine judgment. So, when you are not bearing fruit, you are making the master being disappointed. You know, many of us today in our parents, when our parents say that we are, we are about to, we have gotten married and we are you have we have still not given birth we have still not given birth to we are still looking for for the fruit of the womb you know most especially the 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 the, the, the husband's parents begin to whisper to him because they will be disappointed they will begin to whisper to him okay why don't you try another one why don't you try another wife you know they will be pressurizing him our parents today pressurizes us to give them our to give them grandchild so also god is expecting us that oh since you have been saved since you have come to the fold now it is time for you to bring other people to decongest the kingdom of hell to decongest people who are going to hell to bring them praise the lord 
praise the Lord. So it is the plan of God to be fruitful for us. It is for us to be fruitful. He said unfruitfulness is a sign of worldliness. Misuse of talent. Hmm? Misuse of talent. In the book, uh, the same book of Mark chapter 9, uh, Luke. Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19, you know, is the story. Luke chapter 19, verse 20. Is the story of uh, is another man came saying, Lord, behold, here is the thy pound which I have kept laid up in a napkin. For I have for I feared thee, because thou art Austrian man, thou thinkest up where thou layest not down, and reapest that thou did not sow. You can imagine. This was was a person that was given a talent to use. This was a person that was given an opportunity. This was a person that was given birth to and was expected to bear fruit. This was a person that was given a platform to make sure that he, he, he bear fruit. He said, oh, master, you give me, you are a wicked person. How would you give me this thing? This thing? I know you, 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 are, you are reaping from where what you have not sown. You can imagine. You can imagine. What was the master's response? Mm? And he said unto him, Out of thy own mouth will I judge thee. That is the master speaking. He said, Out of thy own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking up that I don't that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore then gavest not thou my money unto the bank that at my coming I might have required my own with the issue <coughs> and he said unto them that stood by take from him the pound and give it to him that has ten pounds praise the lord praise the lord is for divine judgment divine judgment it's open an avenue for divine judgment praise the lord i pray that the opportunity the that god has given unto us the opportunity that we have we will not misuse it in Jesus name so my brethren God wants us to what to bear fruit we why must we bear fruit we must bear fruit because if we don't bear fruit we are like uh, 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 we, we, we are see we are still uh, in the world we are see we are still the world in the in the world and also when we f did not bear fruit he said we will become barren will become barren which is not the plan of god for us he said we should multiply and replenish the earth multiply and what replenish the earth so and also if we fail to bear fruit you know it's an avenue to call for the master's divine judgment master's divine judgment in matthew chapter 3 verse 10 Matthew chapter 3 verse 10. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hung down and cast into the fire. Is hewn down and cast into the fire. Every tree that does not bear fruit. Every tree that does not bear fruit, the Bible says, they are cast down. They are caught. They are being uprooted. They are being uprooted. 
and cast down. Hebrew chapter 6 verse 8. Hebrew chapter 6 verse 8 said, But that which beareth thorns and bearers and bears is rejected. Is what rejected and is nigh unto cousin, whose end is to be born. Praise the Lord. Is rejected. Those who bear it thorns is rejected. Those who have no fruit, those who are not bearing fruit, they are what they are rejected. It's my prayer that we will not be rejected in the name of Jesus. The Lord will not reject us in the name of Jesus. John chapter 15, verse 6. John chapter 15, verse 6. It states that if a man abide not in me, it is cast forth as a branch, and it is and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. I pray that we will not be cast into fire in Jesus' name. I pray that we will not be burnt in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, it, brethren, it is the plan of God. It is the will of God for us to bear fruit. Now, there are dangers if we don't bear fruit. There are dangers. If we refuse to bear fruit, like we have seen now, it's an avenue for us to call for the master's divine judgment and the master's final rejection. I pray we will not be rejected in the name of Jesus. Now, as we quickly go to the second outline, which says, condition for effective fruit bearing. Conditions for effective fruit bearing. In order to be able to effectively bear fruit for Christ, for us to be able to bear fruit for Christ, there are some conditions. There are some conditions that we must meet. There are some certain conditions that must be satisfied. In the book of Psalm, Psalm chapter 1 from verse 1, it said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor seated in the, seat way, in the, in the way of the sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. Said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in the season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Whatsoever he does, it shall prosper. Praise the Lord. Perpetual contact with Jesus. Said perpetual contact with who? With Jesus. Said that's condition number one. Condition number one is you must have a perpetual contact with Jesus. You must always have contact. You must all. You must be rooted in Jesus. According to what we have read here in Psalm. Now he said, "Blessed is the man hmm, that is that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, and standeth in the way of the sinners, nor seated in this." He said, "But his delight is in the law of the Lord. His delight is in the law of the Lord." His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He's always in contact with Christ. He's always meditating in the word of God. He's always considering the word of God. He's always, whatever he does, he's always putting God first. He's always putting God first. He's, and 
it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water by the rivers of water you know like a tree planted by the rivers of water a tree that is planted by the rivers of water lack no water lack no nutrient is growth you know when you see a tree that is bread water you see that you, you know them by their by, by their leaf you see how greenish it is so is always in contact with water is always in contact with Christ so one of the condition the first condition is that you must always you must always have contact with Christ it is a must so for you to bear fruit one of the condition the first condition is you must always be in contact with Christ because he is the only one who can help you he's the only one who can see you through praise the lord now another point is a full understanding of the master hmm. full understanding of the master he said but he that receive seed into the ground is he that heareth the word and understand it which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some an hundred and sixty and some 30 that is matthew chapter 13 verse 23 matthew chapter 23 13 verse 23 said and he that receives seed into the good ground into the good ground he said is he that beareth that heareth the word is he that heareth the word is he that have constant constant contact with jesus when you have contact perpetual contact with jesus you receive the word in a good land he he have what he received the seed into a good land and he that is he that beareth the word and understand it so you must have the full understanding of the master you must understand his ways you must understand his will you must understand why he has chosen you praise the lord you must fully understand. Praise the Lord. In John chapter 1 verse 1. John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. Praise the Lord. And the word was God. And the word was God. Now let's go to chapter 12. Chapter 12, verse, chapter 12, verse 24. Chapter 12, verse 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn or of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. So, another point is a being dead to the old life. Being dead to the old life. Praise the Lord. So, if whatever you want to plant, let's take, for instance, take um, some maize corn. When you put it in the on the ground, that uh, you plant it on the ground. If you observe that now, the shell, the old shell of it will corrupt, will die first, then it will bring up new one. Even though you can, if if that will be hard for us to know. In our different homes, we have uh, onions, we have onions, we have yam that we keep in our 
store you know if they have stayed a very long time you know that when the yarn begin to spoil what happened it spoils then another one will begin to germinate will begin to come up so until you are dead to the old life until you are dead to the old life you cannot bear fruit you must be dead to the old life the old life one is living so that you can bear more fruits Praise the Lord. So, being dead to the old life, that's another condition. You must be dead to the old life. The old fashion, that who you are. Said, if anyone is in Christ, is a new creature. If anyone is in Christ, is a new creature. He said, be all things have passed away. All things must be gone. All lifestyle must be gone. Whatever you are doing in the past must be gone. Whatever they know you for in the past must be gone, must be a thing of the past. He said, but now all things are new. When you are living a new life, then you begin to do what? To bear fruits. When you live a new life, you begin to bear fruits. Praise the Lord. And upon that point is constant spiritual polishing. Constant spiritual polishing. You must be able to be polishing your spiritual life. You must be able to nourish your spiritual life. You must be able to continue to nourish yourself spiritually. You must be able to work on your spiritual life, on your spiritual growth. Praise the Lord. In Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Listen, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ live in me. And the life which I now live is in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to me. I've been dead with Christ. So the kind of life I'm living now, no, is what? Is this not that I would like? He said, but Christ live in me. Yet not I, but Christ live in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who lived in me. Praise the Lord. John chapter 15. John. John chapter 15 verse uh, number 2. John 15 verse 2. He said, every branch in me that beareth not fruit is taken away. Is take it away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purged it. He did it does what he purged it, and it bring forth more fruits. So constantly purging yourself, constantly uh, let me refine your your spiritual life. You constantly walk in the way of the Lord. Constantly walking. You know, constantly working in the things that God wants you to do. Constantly developing your spiritual life. In the same John chapter 15, from verse 7 to, to, to from verse 5 to 7, he said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bring don't get forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. If a man abided not in me, 
if a man abideth not in me, is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and may gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are born. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask whatever you will, and it shall be done unto you. So another point is abiding permanently in Christ. Abiding permanently in Christ. You must abide in him. You must abide in Christ. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. Philippians chapter 4 verse says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So when you abide in Christ, when you abide in God, He gives you power. He gives you gives, gives you what? Power. He gives you power. He strengthens you. So these are the conditions that you have to meet. So for you to bear fruit. Number one, perpetual contact with Jesus. You must have constant contact with Jesus. Number two, you must have full understanding of the master. Know what he wants. Know what how he works. Know how things are done. And then being dead to the old life, you must say bye-bye to who you are before. You must say bye-bye to your old self. And constant spiritual polishing. You must always polishing yourself. You polish yourself. You brush yourself. You study the word of God. He said, this book of Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate day in and night that thou may observe. So, you will continually to build your spiritual life. And finally, is you abiding permanently. He said, if you abide in me and I in you, you will ask the Father in whatever. He said, and it shall be done unto you. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. I believe we are blessed with this teaching by the special grace of God. We will still continue on the topic, the chosen of the Lord. The children of the Lord, maybe in the next one, then we'll be looking at uh, power for fruit bearing, you know, fruit bearing. And uh, we'll also be looking at the passing the baton of gospel to our children. This is very, this will be coming up in our next teaching of choosing of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we want to thank you for this opportunity again that you have given unto us to hear your word. Father, we pray that let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Lord, please give us the grace to bear fruit. We don't want to be barren. Give us the enablement to bear more fruit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, ancient of days. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Till I see you next time, remain blessed and God bless you. Amen.